Hello, folks. Welcome to Dependent Shakespeare, Othello Act 2. This is Landon Bell, the assistant director, and I am joined by the lead director, Colin Kelly. Okay, you're more of the co-director in this. Uh, you've directed the first half, I directed the second half. Yeah. Alright, we'll run with that. Methinks the wind hath spoken. Um, and off the bat we have David Alt as Montano. Andy Bundy as the first gentleman. We also have these awesome uh, little voice sound effects in the background. Um, oh, I wonder who those are. Yeah. Uh, they are me. Uh, they don't sound like me. <laughs> but they are. And, uh, this pretty much takes place in a space hangar. And the idea was, it doesn't really make any sense for them to be talking about the sea unless I have something going on that makes, makes the wording sound, uh, makes sense. Uh, so a space hangar was the best place to do it. Right. And I should mention, we're now at our uh, space station Cyprus. <laughs> Indeed. The more himself at sea. And there's a few Easter eggs in this scene too, so. I'm glad on. Yes, listen carefully if you want to go back, especially everyone who likes uh, sci-fi audio. He looks sadly and prays for the more to be safe, for they were parted with foul and violent tempest. Pray heaven see be. This is Jesse Wade as the second gentleman. Like a full soldier, let's to the seaside ho. As well to see the vessel that's come in as to throw out our eyes for brave Othello. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, going in and out of this scene quickly, so. Come, let's do so. For every minute. Oh uh, yeah, panning is fun, isn't it, folks? Thanks. You the valiant of this warlike isle. Dave Morgan as Cassio. See what I said? <laughs> for two minutes in, we've well already had what five characters? Four. His pilot, a very expert and approved allowance. Something like that. Hopes not suffered to death. Stand in both pure. A sail! A sail! A sail! What noise? The town is empty. Under the brow of the sea uh, stand ranks yeah. the people and they Chris Morgan? As our messenger. For the governor. Cyborg person thing. They do discharge their shot of courtesy. Our friends at least. I pray you, sir. Go forth and give us truth who tis that is arrived. I shall. But good lieutenant, is your general wide? Most fortunately. He hath achieved the maid the Paragon's description and wild fame. One that excels the quirks of yeah, it's it's a sign of a good actor when someone like David Dalt can come in and steal a scene as a minor character. Oh yeah, has had most favorable and happy speed. Tempests themselves, high seas and howling winds, the guttered rocks and congregated sands, uh, traitors and steep to clog the guiltless keel. As having sense of beauty, do omit their mortal nature. We're doing it again, Landon. Come on, talk. This is your scene. Tell me interesting things. Our great captain's I can't help it, I'm listening. <laughs> the bold Iago, whose footing here anticipates our thoughts of sudden night speed. Great Jove, fellow guard, and swell his sail with thine own powerful breath. Um, I will mention, this. I started to say, I will mention the soundtrack. Make the uh, quick pants and does the yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to ignore that. Fire to our spirits and bring all um, comfort. Behold, the the, the songs are, if I can pull it up, uh, the very first one, I believe, was Static Time from Hayline Soundtrack Prolipsis, I believe. I don't have a list in front of me. <laughs> that sounds about right. right. Karen Hamer as Desdemona. But hark, a sail. They give their greeting to the Citadel. This likewise is a friend. See for the news. Good ancient, you are welcome. Welcome, mistress. 
But let it knock all your patience, good Iago, that I extend my manners. Tis my breeding to give me this bold show of courtesy. Sir, would she give you so much of her lips as of her tongue she oft bestows on me? You'll have enough. Alas, she has no speech. In faith, too much. I find it still when I have <laughs> list to sleep. Mary, before your ladyship, uh, I Jason Arrullis, folks. her tongue a little in her heart and shades with thinking. You have little cause. And introducing Mindy Raskinen as uh, Amelia. The one and only. Wildcats in your kitchens, saints in your injuries, devils being offended, players in your housewifery, and housewives in your beds. Oh, fie <laughs> upon these slanderer. Nay, it is true. Yeah, I could just about quote this section of the scene word for word. <laughs> I listened right. to it so many times. Right, let's, let's do it now. Let's go. My praise. No, I would, I would, I would be laughing while I did it. <laughs> gentle lady, do not put me to it. For I am nothing if not critical. Come on, say. There's one gone to the harbor. Aye, madam. I am not there. I love the personalities we have going on here. Just the difference of how the people are. Like you compare Cassio to Iago, and then you have. Desdemona versus Amelia. But indeed, my invention comes from my pate as Birdline <laughs> does from Freeze. Yeah, and Lots all of them are very conflicting. Indeed. But my muse labors, and thus she is delivered. That snap right there uh, was something that Jason put in. Well, it helps, because guys, this is an aside in case you didn't catch that earlier. How if she be black and witty? If she be black? And there to have a wit, she'll find a white that shall her blackness fit. Worse and worse. Yeah, when you think about this, uh, when you think about it, the wording in this scene is very kind of uncomfortable. These are old paradoxes to make fools laugh in the alehouse. What miserable praise hast thou? There's a lot of reference in this, uh, this act to, uh, Iago's knowledge of the alehouse, isn't there? <laughs> One must wonder where he got that knowledge. <laughs> Three guesses and first you are right. She that was ever fair and never proud, a tongue at will and yet was never loud, never lacked gold and yet went never gay, fled from her wish and yet said, oh, now I may. <laughs> she that being angered, her revenge being nigh, bade her wrong stay and her displeasure fly, she that in wisdom never was so frail to change the cod's head for the, the salmon's tail, she that could think. And ne'er disclose her mind. See suitors following and not look behind. She was a white. If ever such white was... <laughs> to do what? To suckle fools and chronicle small beer. A most lame and impotent <laughs> conclusion. Do not learn of her. Yeah, I have to love that, that, that take you chose from Andy since I'm sure she had a lot of them. Just because it's like, I will probably kick you in the balls, husband. speaks home, madam. You may relish him more in the soldier than in the scholar. He takes her by the palm. Ah, uh, you have an aside. Whisper. With as little a whisper. Yes, and it's, per it's purposely not within the reverb of the space ha hanger. Uh, I, I smile upon her, do. I will jive thee in thine own courtship. You say true. Oh, it is so indeed. <laughs> you 
such tricks as these strip you this is one of those things that um, I think kind of does work better on the stage because you have you can basically just spotlight Iago and have you know the characters interact around him while he talks straightly to the audience excellent courtesy so indeed but sound effects do help that here, and uh, you, may, you may notice that there's some uh, kiss sound effects, uh, which are from Casio. So. Hmm, what was the name of that flagship again? Mm. Tough little ship. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Morrison as Othello. The one and only. Oh my soul's joy. If after every tempest comes such calms, may the winds blow till they have wakened death, and let the laboring he must have really missed her. If it were now to die, it were now to be most happy. For I fear my soul hath a content so absolute that not another comfort like to this succeeds an unknown fate. Uh, I like the uh, music change. Yes, and uh, this song is The March of King Kareth, uh, which is from an album called Liquid Light that uh, Alan composed that's basically a tribute to the Myst series of adventure games. Um, so if anyone loves that, check out that album. <laughs> it definitely works though for Shakespeare, because it sounds old-timey and electronic at the same time. I'll set down the pegs that make this music. Uh, another side. Honest as I am. Come, let us to the castle. News, friends. Our walls are done. The Turks are drowned. Uh, I love that line. My old acquaintance of this isle. In fact, I actually used that as a uh, hello to people the other day. News, folks, our walls are done. I have found great love. <laughs> the Turks are drowned. Oh, my sweet. I prattle out of fashion, and I dote in mine own comforts. I prithee, good Iago, go to the bay and disembark my coffers. Bring thou the master to the citadel. He is a good one, and his worthiness does challenge much respect. Yeah, you probably couldn't quote this scene without turning a few heads on your Istanbul vacation. Indeed. Do thou meet me presently at the harbor. Come hither. Oh, music change. As they say, base men, being in love, have the nobility in their natures more than is native to them. So that was uh, Rodrigo coming out of a locker. He likes to hide a lot. Well, he did stow away, so to speak, in this. True. Fogbergerman, folks. Mark me with what violence she first loved him more, but for bragging. And telling her fantastical lies. And will she love him still for prating? Let not thy discreet heart think it. Her eye must be fed. And what a light shall she have to look on the devil? When the blood is made dull with the act of sport, there should be again to inflame it and to give satiety a fresh appetite, loveliness in favor, sympathy in years, manners, and beauties. Of which the more is defective in. Now, for want of these required conveniences, her delicate tenderness will find itself. I believe this song is amygdala. I let you pronounce it. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> I think it's amygdala. 
compel her to some we'll run with that. choice. No, sir, this granted. Or maybe it's just Amy G. Dalla. I don't know. Position. Who stands so don't ask me, I... A degree of disfortune. I'm from Nebraska. We don't produce anything well. <laughs> maybe very voluble. No further conscionable than in putting on the mere form of civil and humane seeming. Well, at least we're not trying to pronounce German like we were with Much Ado. A slipper and subtle nature. Yeah. True advantage never presented itself a devilish name. Besides, the knave is handsome, young. And had all those requisites in him. I'm sure Brian's happy that he's not having to pronounce those names. <laughs> Indeed. Pistol, complete knave. The woman has found him already. I cannot believe that in her. She's full of most blessed condition. Blessed fig's end. The wine she drinks is made of grapes. If she had been blessed, she would never have loved him more. Blessed pudding. Didst thou not see her battle with the palm of his hand? Didst not mark that? Yes, that I did. But that was but a courtesy. Lechery by this hand. An index, an obscure prologue to the history of lust and foul thoughts. Yeah, so we're just having another moment here where we don't talk. <laughs> Mostly because the performances are so good. Hard at hand comes the master and main exercise, the incorporate conclusion, pish. But, sir, be you. Uh, yeah, those monologues are fine, aren't they? From Venice. Indeed. Watch you tonight. For the command, I'll wait for you. Cassio knows you not. I'll not be far from you. I do have to wonder do if Desdemona didn't drink wine made from grapes, what kind of wine would she drink? Loud or <laughs> Painting his discipline or from what other questions, questions which the time shall more favorably minister. Well, I have no so idea. Is Why isn't Rodrigo asking these questions? And happily may strike at you. Provoke him. He's too infatuated to care. For even out of that, we're just like, Here, yeah, go take my money, help me. Whose qualification <laughs> shall come into no true which is why he's easily fooled, and well, he'll pay for it. <laughs> So mm -hmm. shall you have Literally and figuratively. By the means I shall then have to prefer them. <laughs> and the impediment most profitably removed, without the which there were no expectation of our prosperity. I will do this. If I can bring it to any opportunity. I warrant thee. But I will we say, will it isn't over until I the lightsabers uh, activate. Adieu. <laughs> As we have several lightsaber scenes in this play. Yeah. Loves her, I I, I'm done with those. Those are fun. <laughs> she loves him, deceived, and of great credit. I have to say, this, this play has uh, really enhanced my respect for Bill Young. Because, oh boy, these. Uh, sci fi is fun with all the uh, fun and interesting sound effects. There's also lots and lots I of them, love her too. to be realistic. Not of <laughs> absolute lust, though, per adventure I stand accountant for as great a sin. Yeah, I probably used more sound effects and foley in this scene than I did um, I in any of the scenes in Much Ado. Oh, yeah. You thought whereof doth like a poisonous mineral gnaw my inner... Ah, Iago's theme. 
or shall content my soul till I am even with Should we try to pronounce it, or are we giving up on that? I'm giving up on that, because I I have no idea how to pronounce that. <laughs> Which thing to do, if this poor trash of Venice, whom I trash for a quick hunting, stand the putting on... Actually, Mayo, because this is, you know, Yanko has a lot of these monologues, right? And we can't just use the same song over and over and over. So the entire album that song's from, uh, Ilju Savaris, Savarsis, unpronounceable name, um, <laughs> that entire album has kind of become my, if I need to put something under Iago, that's what I put under, so. Which, uh, you know, the names are also fun, like, A2's Korul, and, oh, your beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also, I also like how uh, that has a very Eastern kind of feel to it, um, and, and it does seem to work well for Iago's character. Oh, and okay, we've reached the point where Layden's directing has ended, and everything else is me. <laughs> <laughs> So this is meant to be kind of like a uh, station-wide announcement or a uh, communication message. So. And uh, this is Chris Morgan, correct? Good Michael, look you to the guard tonight. Let's teach ourselves right. that honorable stop, not to outsport discretion. Yago has direction what to do, but this is where things get very, very interesting and fun. Yago is most honest. Michael, good night. <laughs> Sorry, I was just tapping to this music. <laughs> Come. Well, it's supposed to be a party-like atmosphere. I'm like, okay, which of these sounds most party-like? This song is Delay Yaman, I believe. Welcome you know, I'm just not going to try for that. <laughs> I know it's a tr traditional Armenian song, so... Yes. You know, Iago would probably, if, if this is modern day, you know, he'd definitely have a harassment suit or five against him. By now. Or five. What an eye she has. Methinks it sounds a parley of provocation. Oh, an inviting eye. And yet, methinks right modest. And when she speaks, is it not an alarm to love? Uh, she is indeed perfection. Well, happiness to their sheets, eh? Come, Lieutenant. <laughs> a stoop of wine. And here without are a brace of cypress gallons that would fain have a measure to the health of Black Otello. Not tonight, good Iago. <laughs> I have... Very poor and unhappy brains for drinking. I could well wish yes, Chris yes, would have met some other Tesla yeah, At least you were honest. They are friends. But one cup, I'll drink for you. I have this won't end well, folks. Not that. That's craftily qualified, too, and the old world innovation it makes here. I am unfortunate in the infirmity, and dare not task my weakness with any more. What, man? Tis a night of revels. The gallants desire it. Where are they? Here, at the door. I pray you, call them in. 
I'll do it, but it dislikes me. If I confess him but one cup upon him, with that which he has... Yeah, goes aside. He does that. Alright, this is a log out again. Sick fool Rodrigo, whom love had turned almost the wrong side out, to Desdemona has tonight caroused potations, bottle deep. And he's to watch. Three lads of Cyprus, noble, swelling spirits that hold their honors in a wary distance, the very elements of this warlike isle. Have I tonight flustered with flowing cups? And they watch too. Now, amongst this flock of drunkards, am I to put Arcasio in some action that may offend the Isle? No, I like Cassio! How dare you! Consequence do but approve my dream, my boat sails. He was a good lieutenant. Both with wind and stream. God, they've given me a rouse already. Good faith, a little one. <laughs> Not past a pint, as I am sorry. Right, and this it's is song is called No Face. And let me the canagon clink, clink, and let me the canagon clink. A soldier's a man, a life's but a span, why didn't let this soldier And this is the singing that Colin was talking about. <laughs> For God, uh, excellent song. Jason, good job. Mean, bravo, bravo. They are most oh, and that, by the way, was David Old Spontano again. German and your swag Wait, we mentioned him back when he appeared on the first day. I'm actually giving him extra props since he does well in this Englishman <laughs> so expert in his drinking. Why, he drinks you with facility, your Dane, dead drunk. He sweats not to overthrow your Almain. He gives your Hollander a vomit ere the next bottle can be filled. Uh, the health of our <laughs> I am for it, Lieutenant, and I'll Yeah, that, that, that's all Mr. Uh, that's an original bird by Mr. Morgan. His breeches <laughs> cost him but a crown. He held him sixpence all to the ear. With that he called the tale. So, interesting thing about this scene, and I think I mentioned this on Twitter when I was mixing it. Degree, um, pulls the country down, so, you have Iago mentioning that Englishmen can drink so well and not be drunk. And in this scene, we have Cassio get pretty drunk, and, well, Yago gets a little bit more rowdy than he normally is. Meanwhile, Montano's just like, yep, I'll take another beer. Sure. God's above all, and there be souls that must be saved, and there be souls must true. be saved. It's true, yes. good lieutenant. For mine own part, no offense to the general, or any man of quality. I should also say, I like how uh, so Jason channels his inner Irish drinking song. I also tweeted at a. I also tweeted at Dave. So what were you drinking? Because uh, these ad libs are get, feel like you're getting a little drunk, and he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm just drinking Monster." Forgive us our sins. So, gentlemen, let's look to our business. Do not think, gentlemen, I am drunk. This is my ancient. Like, do not think I am drunk. Yeah. This is my love. <laughs> I am oh, not the drunk can. Now. I can stand well enough and speak well enough. Excellent well. Why, very well then. You must not think then that I am drunk. To the platform, masters. <laughs> Come, let's set the watch. See, David Alt, completely not drunk. <laughs> is gone before. He is a soldier fit to stand by Caesar and give direction. And do but see his vice... Tis to his virtue a just equinox, the one as long as the other. <laughs> this pity of him. I fear the trust Otello puts him in 
on some odd time of his infirmity, will shake this island. But is he often thus? Tis evermore the prologue to his sleep. He'll watch the horologe at double set if drink rock not his cradle. It were well the general will put in mind of it. Perhaps he sees it not, or his good nature prizes the virtue that appears in Cassio and looks not on his evils. Is not this true? Oh no, Rodrigo. I pray you after the lieutenant. So I, I kind of have imagined that uh, Iago has like a wristwatch radio for that. Infirmity. It were an honest action just to something say something you so can just true. go, hey, go not do that. I for this fair island. I do love Cassio well and would do much to cure him of this evil. But hark, what noise? No. Oh, so I really, really love this part of the scene. <laughs> oh, good. It took forever to do. I'll beat the knave into a twiggin' bottle. Beat me. Nay, good lieutenant. I pray you, sir, hold your hand. Let me go, sir. I'll knock you over the mazard. Come, come, you're drunk. Away, I say. Go out and cry me. <laughs> yeah. So this was fun. Lots of fun. Uh, lightsabers are fun. What is the matter here? Since I bleed still, I am hurt to the death. Hold for your lives! Hold, hold! <laughs> Lieutenant, sir, Montano, gentlemen, have you forgot all sense of place and duty? Hold, I, I love Jason's delivery for all of this. It's like, what are you doing? Why? You're doing, it, even though it's kind of like, I know exactly what you're doing, because I don't want to do this. Are we turning to and to ourselves through that which <laughs> heaven hath forbid the Artemites? For Christian shame! Makes for good theater. Oh, yes. <laughs> he that stirs next to car for his own rage holds his soul light. Poor Othello, he, he missed the battle. His motion. He missed the theatrics. It frights the eye of propriety. What is the matter? And then it shuts up. I love that. Honest Iago, that looks dead with grieving speak. <laughs> Who began this? On thy love I charge thee. I, I do not know. Friends, all but now, even now in quarter, in terms like bride and groom, divesting them for bed, and, and then, but now, as if some planet had unwitted me. Um, so this song is called so Your Inside Worlds. In I cannot speak any beginning to this peevish. How comes it, Michael, you are thus forgot? I pray you pardon me, I, I cannot speak. Worthy Montano, you will want to be civil. The gravity and stillness of your youth the world hath noted, and your name is great in mouths of wisest censure. What's the matter that you unlace your reputation thus and spend your rich opinion for the name of a night brawler? Give me answer to it. Worthy Othello, <laughs> I am hurt to danger. Your officer Iago can inform you while I spare speech. I really love this, how this music played out. Just all that I do know, nor know I all it definitely serves it well. Miss this night, unless self charity be sometimes a vice, and to defend ourselves it be a sin when violence assails us. Poor Montano, David really makes you feel sorry for the guy. Indeed, having my best judgments collide, assays to lead the way. If I want stir or do but lift this arm, 
the best of you shall sink in my rebuke. Give me to know how this foul route began. And Who here's this line. Right here in this area, which is kind of like the first act where he's like, if they're important, they're going to lose me, basically. Yet wild, the people's hearts brimful of fear, to manage private and domestic quarrel at night and on the court and guard of safety. Tis monstrous. Iago, who began? If partially a find or leagued in office, thou dost deliver more or less than truth. Thou art no soldier. Touch me not so near. I had rather have this tongue cut from my mouth than it should do offense to Michael Cassio. Yet, I persuade myself to speak the truth. Uh, so this is probably one of my favorite monologues in the whole play. Uh, just because there's so much dramatic irony in this scene. Oh, yes. The whole entire scene is based around dramatic irony. That we know exactly everything that's fixing to happen, and no one else does except Iago. <laughs> Isn't it awesome to be, you know, the one with all this power? It's just... <laughs> well, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, Spider-Man, that is true! And I returned the for that I heard the clink and fall of swords, and Cassio high in oath, which till tonight I ne'er might say before. When I came back, for this was brief, I found them close together and blow and thrust, even as again they were when you yourself did part them. More of this matter I cannot I report, but men are men. The best sometimes forget. Though Cassio did some little wrong to him, as men in rage strike those that wish them best, yet surely Cassio, I believe, received from him that fled some strange indignity, which patience could not pass. I know, Iago, thy honesty and love doth mince this matter, making it light to Cassio. Cassio, I love thee, but never more be officer of uh, if my gentle mm, love be not raised up, I'll make thee an example. What's the matter? All's well now, sweetie. Come away to bed. Sir, for your hurts, myself will be your surgeon. Lead him off. Iago, look with care about the town. Yeah, so the Sam's unnamed person who never spoke led him off. Come I love it. Tis the soldier's life. Yeah, that's waked with strife. What you gotta do, right? What, what, are, are you Such hurt? is the nature of a I stage play adaption to audio. All Mary, heaven forbid! Reputation, reputation, reputation. Oh, I have lost my reputation. I have lost the immortal part of myself. What remains is bestial. My reputation, Iago, my reputation! Be still and drunk. I thought you had received some bodily wound. There is more sense in that than in the reputation. Your reputation is an idle and most false imposition. See, what's again you have Iago giving you the truth you have lost for no his own ends. All unless you repute yourself such a loser. What, man, there are ways to recover the general again. You are but now... I suppose that's why until the very last act everyone still thinks he's being oh so truthful. Even so, as True. Would beat his offenseless dog to affright an imperious lion. Even Amelia, which surprises me a bit. Considering the awful terrible things he said about her in scene one. 
drunken. I just mentioned this. Um, this piece of music is folial merfold, which will transfer into Atul's coral. Discourse fustium with one's own shadow. Because I have fucked with music like that. Invisible spirit of wine. Thou no name to be known by. Let us call thee devil. What was he that you followed with your sword? What had he done to you? I know not. Is possible? Okay, you didn't figure out who Yago is, right? Okay, good. Nothing distinctly. A quarrel, but nothing wherefore. Oh, God, that men should put an enemy in their mouths to steal away their brains. That we should with joy, pleasance, revel, and applause transform ourselves into beasts. Why, but you are now well enough. How came you thus recovered? It hath pleased the devil drunkenness to give place to the devil wrath. One unperfectness shows me another. To make me, frankly, despise myself. Come, you are, are too severe a moraler. As the time, the place, and the condition... Oh, you cunning liar. I heartily wish this had <laughs> not befallen. But, since it is as Part it is... Part of the greatness of the show is just sitting there watching how... I'll uh, ask him for my place again. He shall tell me I am a drunkard. Um, had I as many mouths as Hydra? Just tell Iago, please, everyone you meet here. Be now a sensible man, by and by a That's fool, and a beast. Oh, strange. Every inordinate cup Oh, he doesn't just play them. He he conducts the whole orchestra. Come, good wine <laughs> oh, yes. is a good, familiar creature, if it be well used. Exclaim no more against it. And good lieutenant, huh? I think Plus, I suppose it's kind of ironic that he doesn't actually start uh, messing with Othello's emotions until Act Three. You or any man living may be Indeed. drunk at the time, man. He takes care of all the small guys first. Our general's wife. Then he moves in. Now the general. I must say so in this respect, for that he has devoted. Oh, and he kind of got rich in the process, thanks to Rodrigo. Well, that's true. Parts and graces. It's like I'll just be evil and make money while I do it. Seems like it would be an awesome T-shirt for this show. Hi, Iago. I'm just gonna be awesome and evil. Okay. This broken joint between you and her husband entreat her to splint her. And my fortunes against any lay worth naming, this crack of your love shall grow stronger than it was before. You advise me well. I protest in the sincerity of love and honest kindness. I think it freely. And betimes in the morning, I will beseech the virtuous Desdemona to undertake for me. I am desperate of my fortunes if they check me here. You are in the right. Good night, Lieutenant. I must do the watch. Good night. And one has to wonder if Iago knew all along what he wanted to use uh, Cassio for. And what, what's he then? That says but he doesn't really say, so you never know. When this advice is free, I give and honest, probable to thinking, uh. and indeed the course to win them all again. For it is most easy, the You know, I, honestly, I'm glad we have such a good cast for this. Imagine if we She's got someone who didn't know what they were doing. This would not end well. Or to renounce his baptism, all seals and symbols of redeemed sin, his soul is so infettered to her love that she may make, unmake, do what she list. Even as her appetite shall play the god with his weak function. How am I then a villain? 
to counsel Cassio to this parallel course direct. Well, and it's true too that almost this entire cast, really this entire cast, uh, they get into character so well. Um, Karen Hamer emailed me and asked me, uh, is there any, uh, I can't remember exactly how she said it, but she basically asked if there was any, uh, tips or pointers I had in uh, the way she would handle Act 5, and I was like, no, you've been doing a great job already. You know this character. That's, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's it's kind of hard for us if we, we we actually have notes. Like, we actually have notes. Like, hey guys, you need to do this or do that. When we don't, it's like, uh, you're awesome, keep doing a good job. Exactly. And out of our own goodness, make the net that shall enmesh them all. Oh no, Rodrigo! I do not follow here in a chase. Not like a, a hound that hunts, but one that fills up the cry. Oh, poor Rodrigo. I have been tonight exceedingly well cuddled. And I think the issue will be I shall have no much experience for my pains. And so, with no money at all, and a little more wit, return again to Venice. How poor are they that have not patience? If you had just invested that money somewhere. But by degrees. <laughs> Thou knowest we work by wit. Indeed. <laughs> not by witchcraft. And wit depends on dilatory time. Does not go well. Cassio hath beaten thee, and thou, by that small hurt, hast cashiered Cassio. Come on, man, give us the program here. Fair against the sun, <laughs> yet fruits that blossom first will first be ripe. Content thyself a while. By the mass, till morning. Pleasure and action make the hours seem short. Retire thee, go where thou art billet. Eh? Away, I say. I shall no more hereafter. May get thee gone. <laughs> and he reluctantly leaves. My wife must Indeed. move her Cassio to her mistress. I'll set her on. Myself the while to draw them more apart. And bring him jump when he may Cassio find soliciting his wife. Aye, that's the way. Dull not device by... Coldness and delay. <laughs> uh, Jason. Ah, oh, so right. evil. <laughs> so evil. Guys, really good job with the stats, everybody. Yay! Yes, to everybody. You know what, to everyone who bothers to listen to these, first off, I apologize for, you know, me, my sucking so badly. I, I can't help it. I'm just kidding, but th seriously, thanks for uh, listening to these things. Paul Brueggemann as Roderigo. Mindy Raskinen as Amelia. Andrew Bundy as the first gentleman. Jesse Wade as the second gentleman. And Chris Morgan as the messenger. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Colin Kelly and Catherine Pride. Script analysis and dramaturgy by Catherine Pride. Directed by Colin uh, Kelly. We probably change that, actually. Landon Bell. Music composed by Elaine Packins of Aelin.org.
A-Y-L-A-H-N dot Alright, I guess we should probably say goodbye to people, right? I suppose, I suppose. Sorry, I just, I got busy listening to Brian. What can I say? Alright, folks, have a wonderful night. Stay safe, America. We will see you in Act 3, or for the Act 3 commentary. Indeed. We'll see you next month, folks. Alrighty, later. Bye, folks.